With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. How I praise the Lord for this open door, this heaven-bought privilege that our Lord allows us day after day together by the radio to open His eternal Word together and study from the Word of God. I trust that if it's at all possible, you'll get your Bible and study along with us in the Word of God. We're turning our Bible to the book of Romans, chapter number 10, and I'll come there in just a few moments after we review where we're at in our study on the subject, but preacher, why missions? We've been looking at this question for several days now, and I pointed out as the first answer to that question, but preacher, why missions? The command of the Scripture demands us to be involved in the work of missions. I repeat myself, but again, let me say to you that I do not have any right to claim to be a New Testament Christian if I am ignoring the Great Commission. And no church has a right to claim to be a New Testament church if they are not involved in reaching the world with the gospel of the grace of God. We learn from our study of the Word of God that the Great Commission is not a choice. It's a commandment. It is not an option. It is an obligation. And we are told in the Word of God that we're to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That's not a choice. That is a commandment. And so we went through the Great Commission and we saw the command of the Scriptures demand our involvement in the work of missions. And of course, there are many other passages of Scripture which I could have gone to, but I did not take the time to do so. Then second, we're looking at the answer to that question, but preacher, why missions? And answer number two, the condition of the sinner requires us to get involved in the work of missions. And in our study, we have looked at four areas of problems that the sinner has that keeps him from coming to the Lord Jesus Christ. And again, I emphasize, no sinner is able in and of themselves to come to Christ. They will not come. They must be brought. They will not seek. They must be sought. They will not learn. They must be taught. The course of this world is carrying sinners farther and farther away from God, and will take them to hell unless we who are saved rescue them with the gospel of the grace of our God. I pointed out to you, first of all, from the book of Jeremiah, chapter number 17 and verse number 9, the Bible said that the heart of a man is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Every sinner must deal with with a deceitful heart that is desperately wicked. Now, I realize to those who feel like they are good, moral, upright people, they might want to dispute that 
verse of Scripture. But I simply say to you, take up your argument with the Word of God. I'm just saying what the Bible said. Every sinner is born with a depraved nature, and part of that depraved nature is the fact that he has a heart that is deceitful and desperately wicked. Then I pointed out to you, number two, the reason we must be involved in the work of missions, not only there is the fact that the sinner has a deceitful heart, but the sinner has a darkened mind. The Bible said in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 3 and 4, For if our gospel be hid, it is hid to those that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them that believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel should shine unto them. And if you look at your Bible, the God of this world, of course, that does not speak of the God of glory, the God of heaven, Jehovah God. It begins with a small letter, and it speaks of the devil. Satan is the prince of the power of the air, and he is the God of this present evil world. He spends his time blinding the mind of those that are unsaved, keeping their attention away from truth and reality and upon the things of this world. The devil does not want the lost person to come to church and hear preaching. The devil does not want you and I to go visit the lost person and witness to them from the Word of God about the saving grace of God. You say, why? The devil knows that the gospel shines light into that darkened mind, and that is an absolute must before a sinner will ever be saved by the marvelous grace of God. So every sinner has a heart that is deceitful. They have a mind that is darkened. And then we learn from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 31, every sinner has a body that is dying. And my friend, the devil is working overtime to make people of this generation aware of the fact they're only young but once. They only pass through their youth one time. And he is doing everything in his power to attract them away from God, away from the Word of God, keep them away from church, away from the Bible, and get their minds so wrapped up in the things of this world that he will trap them and take them to a Christless hell. So we must be involved in the work of missions because of the condition of the sinner. They have a heart that is deceitful, a mind that is darkened, and a body that is dying. And then as a result of that, the Bible teaches us that they are dead in trespasses and in sin. And it is an impossibility for a dead man to come to Christ without some assistance. He must have assistance from the Christian who will take the Word of God and preach to him and teach to him what the Bible says. He must also have assistance from Christ. The Spirit of Christ must draw that sinner to himself in order for him to be saved by the grace of God. Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse number 44, No man cometh unto me except the Father which sent me draw him, and I will raise him up in the last days. 
My friend, it takes that drawing power to bring sinners to the Savior. And they do not find that drawing power in the things of this world, but they find it in the gospel. Jesus said concerning his death, he said in John 12, 32, And I, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. So you and I today must take the gospel and lift up the Lord Jesus Christ, crucified, buried, and resurrected before a lost and dying world, that the Holy Ghost may use that gospel to draw sinners to the Savior, that they might be saved by the marvelous grace of God. Again, I want to say to you, every sinner has a wicked, depraved nature that is enmity with God, that is contrary to God and righteousness and holiness. And if he just goes the course of this world, the world will take him to hell. We must be involved in missions because that sinner is hopeless and helpless. He cannot save himself. We must rescue him with the power of the gospel. Notice what the Bible said in Romans chapter 1, verse number 16. The apostle Paul said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Our Lord commissioned us in the Great Commission to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Why preach the gospel? Because the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. They will not come to Christ and be saved until they've heard the saving truth of the gospel. But let me give you this before I leave the broadcast today. There is an answer to the need of a sinner. There is an answer to the darkened mind. There is an answer to the deceitful heart. And there is an answer to those who are dead in trespasses and sin. You say, what is that answer, preacher? Well, the answer to darkness is revelation. The shedding forth of light. The shining of the light. When there is darkness, the only way to dispel darkness is turn on the light. That is why we must go preach the gospel. The gospel is light to those who are in darkness. The Bible said again in 2 Corinthians chapter number 4, in verse number 4, In whom the God of this world hath blinded the mind of them that believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God, should shine unto them. No person will ever be saved until the light of the gospel is shined into their darkened mind. So the answer for a darkened mind is revelation. That's why we must preach the gospel to them. The answer to a person who has a deceitful heart is regeneration, not reformation, but regeneration. And my friend, the answer to that deceitful heart and regeneration is the power 
of God. The Bible said in Titus chapter 3, verse number 5, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he has saved us by the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. So the answer to the darkened mind is revelation. The answer to a deceitful heart is regeneration. And the answer to one who is dead in trespasses and sin is resurrection. And dear friend, hear me today. I wish I could drive this truth home to you. In my hand, I hold a copy of the inerrant, infallible, indispensable, inspired Word of God. And in this Bible is a message of the gospel. And the gospel is a message of light to those who are in darkness. It is a message of liberty to those who are in sin's dungeon. And it is a message of life to those who are dead in trespasses and in sin. And if we do not take them the gospel, they will remain in their darkness. They will remain with a deceitful heart, and they will remain dead in their trespasses and sin and lift their eyes in a Christless hell. Oh, but we must not allow that to be so. We must get the gospel to them because of the condition of the sinner. Father, take the word. Use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white. It's harvest time. Well, I trust the broadcast was a blessing to you today. Let me remind you that Harvest Time is a listener-supported radio ministry. God has been so good to us. We're now broadcasting on over 50 radio stations a day and then around the world several times a day by way of Internet and shortwave radio, and I need to hear from a number of you. Would you pray for the radio ministry, and then write to us and share with us in the financial burden of this radio work. Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 307 And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you. Until the next broadcast. Good night.